Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Coach, congratulations. Thank you. Thanks, Chuck. I'll admit this is dropping a day late, and that's on me. But I'm glad you're here today as we begin again on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, and brought to you by the Bet Saracen app. We've got some ground to cover today. In fact, we've got some ground to make up. If you want to get right down to it, we'll start with basketball. The Razorbacks winning over Texas A&M on Tuesday night. New life over the past couple of ball games for Eric Musselman's team. It doesn't mean they're going to necessarily make the NCAA tournament. It doesn't mean that suddenly all is right with the world and we can start planning our, our tournament trips as we've done the last couple of years. But it does signal that even though many have thrown in the towel on this season. The most important people have not, and that's the players and the coaches. Now, I'm going to play a cut from Mus post-game on Tuesday night. It's kind of a long cut, but it sort of, I think, encapsulates, number one, where they are from an emotional standpoint and how that is translated into their play on the floor. We'll talk about it on the other side. I think we've played our best 80 minutes of basketball in our last two games, and hopefully we continue to improve, continue to get better behind closed doors. Uh, everybody has worked extremely hard, you know, and sometimes when you're struggling, it's hard to, to have the energy and enthusiasm, but I think the staff and, and the players have done a great job of continuing to try to get better. You know, I know that people get tired when a coach talks about good practices, but we have had good practices, Bob. I, I mean, I think that some of the things that, that we do and have done in the past are now starting to sink in with some guys. You know, I hope that these last two games and, and the first half against Tennessee, I hope that 100 minutes or whatever it was really good basketball. We stunk in the second half against Tennessee. First half, I thought we played really, really hard. Look, this has not been easy. When you look at the injuries we've had, Graham was out the entire Bahamas. He's been out of late. Brazil has been out of late. Minifield was a factor in the last game against Texas A&M. That group that was out there tonight, you know, played with great toughness, great enthusiasm. I mean, I think you could see the joy. Um, Davenport was playing with great fun and a great competitive spirit. So really proud of our team tonight. And, and quite frankly, sometimes you lose a game and and you can still be proud of a team. And that's what happened on this two-game road segment. I mean, let's be honest. How many people really thought this team was going to get better? You know, I think a lot of people thought, well, it can't get any worse. But how many people actually thought a week or so ago that this team was going to get better? My guess would be not all that many. You know, I made this comment two or three weeks ago when it became obvious that this was not going to be the season that we had hoped it would be. That fans have the luxury of checking out. Media people have the luxury of checking out. Players and coaches don't have that luxury. And if you don't keep working and if you don't keep trying to get better, the other teams will embarrass you, as we've seen this year. Arkansas has been embarrassed more than a time or two. Nobody has any mercy on you whatsoever. The truth of the matter is most of these programs 
Haven't won very often at Bud Walton Arena. But haven't beaten Arkansas in some cases all that many times, period. They're kicking them while they're down. <laughs> That's how it works in sports. I don't know if Texas a and is going to get into the tournament now. Arkansas may have just ruined it for them. You know, the Aggies were, you know, they were on the bubble to begin with. They've got a lot of quad one wins. And that may be ultimately what saves them if they can win some more of those games. But they've lost twice to Arkansas and once to Vanderbilt. And as much as we might hate to admit it, a loss to Arkansas goes into the bad loss column. And this one was at home. You know, the other two were on the road. This one was at home. If A&M does not make the NCAA tournament, they may look back on the two losses to Arkansas, particularly the one in their home building that keeps them out of the field of 68. We'll have to see. All right, now as far as Arkansas is concerned, as far as our guys are concerned, you've got a couple of winnable ball games right in front of you. You've got Missouri on Saturday, and you've got Vanderbilt on Tuesday. You go to Kentucky, you host LSU, and you go to Alabama. That's what's left in the regular season. Now, in terms of the outcomes of these five games, nothing, nothing changes the fact that Arkansas would have to go to the SEC tournament and win it in order to get to the big dance. It's a tall, tall order. But, you know, these guys are competitors, and – I'm of the mind, some of you may not be of this mind, but I'm of the mind that there may be more players from this team back next year than you think. So, you know, it would behoove them to continue to try to learn to play well together. You know, there have been, sometimes this season, there's been one step up and two steps back. And it would be nice if they could continue to move forward as we move through the regular season and then on into the tournament, however long it lasts, however long you're around for the postseason, it would be nice if the Razorbacks could continue to get better. I do think we've seen over the last two games that nobody's quit. You know, now that may be small consolation to some, but if you watch sports, you know that it doesn't take much for everything to just completely unravel. We'll see what happens this weekend. Missouri's a big ball game, 11 o'clock in the morning. Now, I want to talk about baseball and softball today, but first I want to speak specifically to those of you who are buying or selling a home. And I want to recommend Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, to you. I can tell you from my experience, when you partner with an agent at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, you're going to get someone that is well-versed in the real estate market. And let's be honest, as we look at 2024, the housing market's kind of hard to predict. You know, things have changed very rapidly over the last couple of years. I know that when you partner with an agent from Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, you're going to be with someone who can understand all of this and make it make sense for you and apply it to your situation because that's what's most important, whether you're a buyer or a seller, the personal touch. You're always going to find that at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. That was my experience. I think that'll be your experience, too. Now, they've got offices in northwest Arkansas, Washington County, Benton County. They're in the River Valley, the Fort Smith, uh, Fort Smith office. You've heard us talk about their Branson location, services Arkansas and Missouri. And you can always log on to WikerGriffin.com. Tuck, 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 man. I tell you what, I'd rather listen to you and watch the game at the same time. That way there I get some 
good commentary. Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting, contests, and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or mobile device. Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team. And remember to use the promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, the game starts here. Now, as we record this edition of the Gimme the Honks Chuck podcast today, the baseball Razorbacks are en route to Arlington, Texas. They're going to play in a tournament there at Globe Life Field where the Rangers play. They're going to start tomorrow night, and they're going to play Saturday night, and then they're going to play Sunday afternoon. Now, the Razorbacks came out of their opening weekend 3-1. and one. They beat James Madison twice. They lost on Sunday. Then they beat him on Monday. As nice as it is right now outside, it was brutally cold over the weekend. I've always thought that uh, you better wait until the weather warms up a little bit before you start trying to get a real read on a team. Some guys just play better in cold weather than others, and that's what a lot of it is early in the season. This was Dave Van Horn's take when the opening series was over and what he thinks it's going to be like this weekend down in Texas. What we're going to start see from you know this weekend is we're going to see some elevated velocity coming on the mound, and so that's going to make the competition ramp up. Neutral site, it's going to be a super big challenge for us. I'm looking forward to seeing how we play, honestly. How do we react when we get there? And I think when we walk away on Sunday afternoon, we'll, we'll have a lot better feel of what we're all about or what we really need to work on. Oregon State's going to be the opponent tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. And then they're going to play at 7 o'clock again on Saturday night. Oklahoma State will be the opponent then. And their getaway game on Sunday will be Michigan at 1 o'clock. Three pretty good opponents right there. They'll be back at Baum Stadium Tuesday to take on Grambling. Razorback softball team, the 14th ranked Razorback softball team hosting the Razorback Invitational this weekend. Illinois State, the University of Texas at Arlington, and Wichita State are the other teams that are here. It's actually beginning today, today being Thursday. Arkansas is going to play Illinois State at 4 o'clock this afternoon. This is Courtney Dyfel. I'm really excited to play at home this weekend. I'm excited that we're home for three weeks in a row, three weekends in a row. And I'm even more excited that I feel like we're closer to who we're going to be in playing more to our level for our fans. Really looking forward to the weekend. Again, Illinois State at 4 o'clock today. Uh, they'll play two games tomorrow. They'll play 3 o'clock against UTA and then at 5.30 against Wichita State. So they'll play a doubleheader. Arkansas will play a doubleheader against two different teams. Twice on Saturday, 3 o'clock and then 5.30. And then they'll play at 12.15 on Sunday. The weather looks great for the next few days, so uh, probably a good time to go out and watch them play. They're good. Ranked 14th in the country. I know they're gearing up at the Bet Saracen app for another big sports weekend. They always are. There's something happening every day on the Bet Saracen app, but the weekends are really what it's all about. The college basketball season's in the home stretch. You've got important games, you've got good matchups, uh, and March Madness is right around the corner. So if you've not downloaded the Bet Saracen app, 
you really do need to get ready. And you're going to find out when you do very quickly. You'll learn why it's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app because it is Vegas, Arkansas style. You've got an opportunity to wager on your favorite Arkansas teams. Uh, you've got prop bets and exotic bets, in-game wagering opportunities on players, on Arkansas teams. And that's what makes it fun. That's what brings it home. And it's why the Bet Saracen app is so popular. Now, I know there are Vegas odds, but I know if you're going to play them legally, you got to be in Vegas. And I know that there are laws in our state that keep a lot of the national betting apps from operating in our state. So, if you're going to be the most prepared and if you're going to have the most fun, you need the Bet Saracen app. If you've not downloaded it, do it today. They've got a how to play video. They'll get you ready at the Bet Saracen app. One more note before we go the College Football Playoff Committee has been uh, whining and dining the last couple of days down in Dallas. They've talked a little bit of football. Sometimes when these groups get together, they cause more problems than they solve. That tends to be a tendency for committees like this. You got a bunch of ego-filled people. You know, it's an honor to be on these committees. You get down there, you know, they lock you in a room. You're in a nice hotel. You probably got a suite. Anything you want at your beck and call. Man, do you feel important. You know that you've got college football, at least in our part of the world, the most popular sport, the economic driver in a lot of towns in the South, particularly. All that is at your fingertips. You're the man. So when you have these meetings, you got to vote on something. you got to bring something to the table. And now they're talking about going – from a 12-team playoff to a 14-team playoff. Never mind, we've not even gotten to the 12-team playoff yet. Hasn't even been played. It's going to be played this coming season. Now, it runs through 25, I guess, and it may go to 14 teams after that. The Big Ten commissioner is the one who's pushing this. This is not about money necessarily because going from 12 to 14 is not going to increase the pot exponentially now if they ultimately go to 16 which they will uh you know at that point you've got an opportunity for some real money in terms of added revenue but right now from what i read this is more about access they want more automatic qualifiers what they really want are more automatic qualifiers out of the big 10 and the sec you know, that's what this is all about. Maybe another automatic qualifier from the two biggest conferences. I think that's what they're pushing. I suspect they're probably going to get it. Um, bigger's not always better. Um, I've got reservations about the college football playoff, even though I will fully agree that the second-place team out of either the SEC or the Big Ten is probably going to be better than some other conference champions. I will fully agree with that. Uh, certainly better than a lot of the teams that are going to be considered for at-large bids. But you are going to dilute things during the course of the regular season. Now, my understanding is that there would be an automatic bid or two tied into some of these late-season games. For example, my guess would be, just simply speaking, if you make the Big Ten or the SEC championship game, you're guaranteed to get in the playoff, period. You're not going to have divisions anymore, so you're not going to have one divisional champion that's inferior by a long shot. You're going to have the first and second place teams out of the two best conferences. Um, you know, when you step back, 
and really look at it, that's not unrealistic. By the same token, it only adds to the number of teams in the playoff. It's an interesting idea, and it does help, at least to an extent, um, with the problem of the dilution of the importance of the regular season. It deals with that to a certain extent. I don't know if it does fully, though. Um, All playoff formats grow. Look at professional sports. Look at the way it used to be in the National Football League. Look at the way it once was in the NBA and in Major League Baseball. The playoffs have expanded, and then they've expanded again. And then just for good measure, they'll expand one more time. That's kind of how it's worked. I don't know that it's made anything necessarily better from a sports fan's perspective. It's provided more games. I guess more opportunities to watch football, basketball, or baseball. But in terms of actually crowning a champion, I don't know. You know, you can certainly point to cases where it has. But football's not like basketball and baseball. Uh, You don't, generally speaking, have David beating Goliath in football the way you do in basketball and baseball. One of the things that, for example, makes the NCAA tournament so magical from a basketball perspective and really also from a baseball perspective is the fact that you don't have to be one of the big boys to get to the championship round. You just don't. You can get there. David beats Goliath routinely in those tournaments. I don't think that's going to happen in football. Well, there's going to be a lot more talk about that, and I'm sure of that as we go forward. It'll give us plenty to ramble about as we move through the spring and the summer. I guess that's enough for today. We're going to get back on course tomorrow. The legendary Matt Jones will join us. We'll see what's going through Matt's head tomorrow. Hope you'll be around. Hope you're having a great day today. Until tomorrow, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.